0: What's up, Viva Fam? The original of Viva La Life podcast. Hello, Amazon Music listeners. Hello, Spotify. Everybody, I kind of went blank. Pod chaser, wherever you're listening. Hello, I'm the host, Ash Tone, and I have the most. I have the most. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I have nothing right now. Nothing. Thing, but we are not talking about me specifically we're just gonna vibe and talk about other things i kind of want to talk about my spiritual journey there are other things to talk about but i have to let it let it marinate you know you know the deal the 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 sad sallies and the mad mollies i can't give them what they want at this moment but we will unpack soon enough for now let's keep it a little a little earthy a little spiritual that's what I want to talk about if that sounds like something you want to hear stick around stay tuned and if not I don't freaking care turn it off now since we're talking about spiritual I I was thinking about the angle of which I was going to say this, and I can't even remember now. And I don't want to take the time to think about it on air. But, let me... Google something really quick. Okay, so it's kind of like, uh... Well, let me just tell you. So, it's about, it's like about segment. It's Egyptian mythology there with me I'm getting somewhere with Sekhmet if you already know then you already know so the part that I'm really like thinking about or that I relate to I feel like I would do is that Sekhmet and this is all under the category of Egyptian mythology I don't feel like it's so much mythology as it's truth, but we'll call it mythology for the sake of the mad mollies that listen here that want to check every little statement I say. But anyways, I'll read it. In a myth about the end of Ra's rule on the earth, Ra sends the goddess Hathor in the form of Sekhmet to destroy mortals who conspired against him. In the myth, Sekhmet's bloodlust was not quenched at the end of battle, and this led to her going on a bloody rampage that led Egypt to waste and almost destroyed all of humanity. Another one. I'm sure you guys know this one. Noah's Ark. How did it say... I really want to get it right, because, all right, perfect, I'll quote the scripture if you want to hear it, this is not like, this is, I don't even know, I just googled the scripture, Genesis chapter 6, 5-22, I'm not going to read all of that, I'm getting to a point. The Lord saw that humanity had become thoroughly evil on the earth and that every idea their minds thought up was always completely evil. The Lord regretted making human beings on the earth and he was heartbroken. So the Lord said, I will wipe off of the land, the human race that I've created. And then it goes into the details with Noah. He built the ark better than the Titanic and he had zero building experience. What am I getting at between Sekmet and, quote-unquote, the Lord? Well, the commonality of both of those is they both hated the human race. Like, they were regretful that they were alive. They were sick of their bull. Oh, forgot. I am not going to cuss, trying not to. They were sick of their bull, regretted it, and just wanted to destroy all of humanity. The reason why I brought that up is because I do, too. I do, too. Remember how we were talking about how I'm just trying to, like, look out the best in people and blottity blottity in uh, If I can say the F word, I would say F that. We'll say, screw that. Screw that. Screw them. Screw you. Not you, listener. I feel like you, listener, is probably somebody I vibe with, so I don't want to say screw you. But the person next to you, screw them. <sighs> I'm in that mentality right now, which is like interesting that this is my spiritual journey because this is where I am with humanity. Yeah. I'm so sick of you guys, like the human race. I'm so disgusted and so sick. Like, I I don't want to make this whole episode about that, but I am so sick and disgusted of the human race like I feel like Sekhmet and quote-unquote the Lord like destroy them all like destroy me just to destroy them all really like get rid of them all They're they're roaches that's enough that's enough but that's really where I am now let's segue into a different more lighthearted topic which is the actual journey of my spirituality have I ever just talked about the beginning to end of the whole thing I feel like I may have dropped little pieces in like different episodes, but I don't think I've ever made a whole episode. Like I do my story times. I don't think I've ever done that, so. The year was 2018. No, the year really was 2018 and it was like January cause my new year's resolution before that, 2018, there was a gap. So I had grew up Jehovah's Witness. And between the years of me not being one anymore, up until 2018, I came from atheist to agnostic. Now, as an atheist, I will have to say, I think my brother told me this, but I know he got it from somewhere else. You actually have to have more faith as an atheist because you have to have so much faith to believe that there is no higher power, no God, That takes a lot of faith when there is so much freaking evidence that supports that there is one. Not to crap on you atheists, but I don't vibe or F with atheists simply because they are lawless people. I'm speaking from experience. I was one for a brief moment. And when you don't have a higher power you believe in, you don't have accountability. Like there is nothing checking you. So you're bound to do anything. So yeah when it comes to like atheists i just keep my distance because i have yet to see a moral atheist to me in my opinion they're all immoral people so that was that also couldn't be one long because it's just like i said too much evidence supports that there is a god higher power and like I don't know. At some point, you're just like choosing to be ignorant and stupid if you stay in atheist mentality. So that's why I switched over to agnostic where you don't know if there's a God or not. But like I said, by 2018, I had made it my New Year's resolution to like get down to the bottom of it. I am going to freaking figure this out and learn everything about God that led me to law of attraction now I did tell this story so we're not gonna go into the details about how I thought law of attraction was the Kama Sutra sex position because I really did and that's why I didn't even click on it because I'm like I'm looking for God I am NOT looking for porn but then I just ended up finding the secret which looped me back around to law of attraction now if you haven't I think the secret is a book originally by Rhonda Burns or Barnes or somebody. All right, let's not even get deep into the who wrote the book. But then there's a movie and that's what I saw. It's on Netflix, hopefully. It's still there. And so it talks about law of attraction. What you think about is what you create. So I started because reason why law of attraction was so powerful for me was because I tend to think negative. When And I know a lot of you with childhood trauma, not even just childhood trauma, just a lot of things that happen to you that aren't per se good or that aren't happy, that leave you feeling sad, miserable, and depressed, in my opinion, but I'm pretty sure for you guys too, you get jaded. You get jaded and you start looking at negativity, expecting negativity, and just negative, negative, negative. So for me to discover Law of Attraction, it really showed me the power of perspective. How, like, I can't keep expecting negative things to happen. I can't keep looking at the negative things happening. And most importantly, I can't keep hanging with people that are on the negative spectrum. So I you know went with that now that was the same year i also got married and i had started a family business safe to say learning law of attraction really projected me into abundance you know so i thought i'm gonna hold a pin in that 2019 comes around the summer um it's a combination between postpartum depression and just the the influences i was around which led me into texas let's just say it that way that was where i had to practice the information of law of attraction i also started deviating away from law of attraction because that wasn't god like it's great concepts great strategy but it wasn't god so i continued to search and search and search that was a year i also started dabbling into tarot and esoteric arts not gonna go deep into it but that was the year what do i think about it i find it interesting that a lot of the people that like got me into tarot are no longer into tarot anymore because i agree i am not either not because it's Well, I don't think it's bad, but I also don't crap on other people's beliefs or religions just because it's not for me. There's a value, I guess. But for me personally, it's not about foretelling the future or trying to look into information ahead of time. And in 2019, that's what I did. I was so caught up in trying to predict the future with astrology, with tarot, with a whole lot of esoteric practices. A lot of times, I would say it was 50-50. Half the times it was, you know, right on track. And half the times it was completely wrong and misdirected. After that happening to me multiple times in 2019, and also part of 2020, I, it put a bad, and I won't say put a bad taste in my mouth. I just was over it. I'm like, screw this. But I also realized that I'm not even looking for future knowledge, like preordained knowledge. I'm freaking looking for God. So we continue this journey. 2020, 2021. Okay, so 2020 is an interesting year. I moved back from Texas to California. There's a plane, so I hope you can hear. I don't even want to wait. I guess I'll wait. I waited long enough. So coming back to California from Texas at the end of 2020 and the first half of 2021... I was like back at my roots not me but adjacent because back in california that was where all my family lives and i guess you could say old associates and friends and they all believe the same thing they all believe in jehovah we can keep it like that so coming back in that year i was back i don't want to say introduced but you know they're doing it i'm around so it's rubbing off on me do i pay attention not really not really because i'm still searching for god and i left that looking for god so for me, it was like, I'm not gonna go back to something that I left. Like I am on a mission to figure something out. And it just like, it to me, it just felt like a cop out. Like, oh, life is too hard. Let me go back to what I grew up with as a child. Like I did not wanna be, I, that to me was a failure. Everyone that has ever left and came back in the like, Jehovah's organization was a failure to me. Cause I'm like, you left for a reason and you came back empty handed. That was just my opinion. And I never wanted to be one of those people. So like, even though I was back, I was not looking in that direction because I left that direction and because I didn't find what I was looking for. Just leave it like that. So middle of 2021 is when I moved to Arizona and my friends, that is when I found God How It was not this beautiful, spiritual awakening thing. Not at all. It was tough and brutal, and I found him in the trenches. I found him in the trenches. But you know what's interesting? The whole time from 2028 up until 2021, when we had moved to Arizona, I'd always prayed, you know? And it was like a silent prayer. Like... Not too much going on in the prayers, but, um, I can definitely tell there was something guiding me, but then 2021, I felt like God had made an appearance in my life. And if there was no denying it, there was no like, Oh mm -mm," no, that was God. And how I take it and interpret it is like he finally, like it's like I, earn, I feel this is just all my perspective. I felt like I earned his respect. How elaborate? Explain. I will. I felt like I proved myself in a way. Like I'm genuine, and um, I got heart. I'm loyal determined and headstrong i think those are all good qualities and i feel like god saw that in me and was like you know what i actually rock with her and he just start making an appearance and like things were just falling into place finally like i was in terrible situations when i had first moved to arizona and the only way i was making it was because of the god and his grace the things that i lacked he covered me with grace so it looked like i didn't lack and the things that i needed he brought it to me whether and he would work through random people that's the thing i was in arizona with nobody nobody it was random people doing things that i have never seen before everything falling into line so like I'm impressed because I'd never witnessed miracles to this caliber in my life and I'm also kind of stoked because like I finally found God you know what I mean I'm rolling with it and I'm running with it end of 2021 I have my last kid baby I call her baby and it looked like everything was on the up and up because it was you know things were finally working out then we get to 2022 and i have i fall into the worst depressive episode i have ever been in in my entire life first off probably because it was postpartum again (laughs) but then too it was just like a deep dark depression i needed that dark depression I told you, I am a person that I don't find God in the happy type of occasions. I find God in the trenches. It is when I have hit such low rock bottom that I can't even lift my head up when God makes his appearance and lifts my head up by my chin why i think it's because i am a certain style learner if you believe in human design there are these things called profile a one three profile a one means that you take in knowledge and you learn through research and investigation the three line means that you learn and take in information through testing things usually it's with your life (laughs) you tested you tested with your life and that's definitely me for real I love researching you guys know this I'm always talking about something I'm researching and I apply it like there's no other way for me to know if something is true or not by doing it that puts me in scary situations but After it's all said and done, I learn so much and I'm able to walk with confidence because what I know is what I know. It's not because I read it. It's not because somebody told me. It's because I lived it and looked it in the eyes and know. It reminds me of like this little interview Kobe was in and he had said that his confidence comes from preparation touche buddy minds too preparation or experience there we go for me it's experience but I felt them on that but for me my confidence comes from experience when I experience something I am so much more confident going back into it because I know what to do it's like throwing someone in the water that can't swim and they learn how to swim because they don't want to drown and that's The perfect example of how I live my life, thrown into the deep end, and I swim because I don't want to drown or die. So yeah, we're in 2022. I'm in the deepest, darkest depression ever. I'm also hermit. I'm not. Well, actually. 2018 was the beginning of me not of going into hermit mode, meaning not being social, not being on the scene, not talking to really to anybody or having friends. That started in 2018. By 2022, I was a complete hermit. I wasn't around friends. I wasn't around family. The only people I was around was the direct people that I lived with on my off-grid property. <laughs> in 2022 so i spent a lot of time alone my kids also came to california and visited so i was at the house by myself a lot and when you're in that situation you have time to just think and pray and think and pray and think and pray And in all of that, I was able to like slowly see the ways I was sabotaging myself, my success, because this the spiritual journey of discovering God started out to figure out who God was. And then it turned into trying to be rich. Not. Yeah, rich. Let's just keep it real. Rich, financially stable is what it ended up being, because I realized, like, I don't want to have all the money in a world, but I want to have all the money I need in this world. So that's kind of where I still stand on that concept. But um, yeah, 2022, I was just able to see the ways I was getting in the way of my money. I was getting in the way of my connection with creator, my creator. I just saw a lot of things. But the biggest thing I saw was how a lot, I would say 70% of my downfall, every time I hit rock bottom, it's because I'm associated with the wrong person. I don't wanna clock myself all the way because everyone has a decision to make to be a good person to other people. So if I'm bamboozled or if I didn't do my due diligence, yes, we can always learn to screen people better. But overall, that other person, it's their duty to be good to me like it's my duty to be good to them. Whatever the case is, I, I noticed that. It was the people. So I start trying to make changes, let go of people that were no longer serving me, doing all that, you know, cleaning up house, cleaning up house. There was some people I cut out who didn't need to be cut out. And then there were some people that I left in that needed to be cut out. The spiritual journey is not linear. You make lots of mistakes. You make so many mistakes that's why it's important to be meek I don't want to say humble be meek be teachable because if you're meek and if you're coming from the perspective of I'm here to learn the mistakes are less embarrassing and I've only learned that because I just keep making so many embarrassing mistakes that I just learned you know what I can't even like be embarrassed in front of other people yes people are talking about me yes people are using as ammo to to I just want to say it this one time because this is what I really mean to shit on me yes people are doing all of this it's embarrassing nobody wants to look like a train wreck no one wants to look bad no but enough of those situations you realize it's not even about you and all these people it's literally between you and your creator God, source, whatever you call it and whatever you believe, it's really just y'all too. Everyone else is a supporting character. And I got into that mentality because like I said, when I was cutting people off, I, I cut people off that probably should have stayed in my life and, and I, not them niggas that I used to live near. They definitely should have gone and actually they should have never been in my life to be honest, but we're not gonna be negative. We're gonna just... Mm-hmm move on past that so 2022 by the end of 2022 i'm on fire can't nobody tell me nothing about god i know you know what i mean like people can tell me something and i don't know everything but i was confident because i knew one he exists two he talks to me and three he guides me and four he's not as scary and on your head and on your neck like people try to present like this guy god I'm talking about him like that. This guy freaking like he is not as pressed as people try to make. Now, don't go out there sinning just to be sinning. But what I'm saying is he is not that pressed like people try to make. Like he wants you to learn. He wants you to explore. And he's there every step of the way. And that's what I learned. By 2023, I knew there was one last person that needed to get cut off. And that's why, if you listen to the last episode, I tell you about like demons. There are some humans that are influenced by demons. They may be shape shifting demons. I don't know the logistics, but there are actual demons. You will never find out until you try to cut them off and they will flip on you crazy like you will see the demon demoning the moment you catch on to their bullshit and try to go is when it happens and i don't care if it is a best friend if it's a grandma if it's a stepmom if it's a mom-in-law or dad-in-law if it's a husband whatever whoever this demon is once they realize you about the dip they turn on you and start demoning and that's what I learned in 2023. We're still in 2023. <sighs> so to bow- bag that all up on the spiritual journey where I am today, I've learned, I've learned one, that there is a God. He's very hands on in your life. And if you're quiet enough and if you sit still enough like hermit mode to listen, you will find him and hear him i think of it like what was it after jesus got baptized and he was like in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights hermit mode that's what i'm getting at hermit mode being a hermit no phones no association just you and your prayers and if you read the bible i guess that but really you and your prayers you will find god if you do that i promise you But if you're like me, you'll find them in the trenches. So like when your life is falling apart, just know God is about to make an appearance and he's about to sit you down and teach you some things. (laughs) I think that's really like the whole gist of my spiritual journey. Now, where I am now, there's certain little concepts I still wanna wrap up and learn But For the most part, I'm on board with this, buddy. I am on board with this. I know what I know now. Can't nobody trick me. I mean, they probably can't. I don't want to be too confident, but you know what I mean? Like, I know there is no hesitation and doubt in my mind. And where I don't know, I have faith that I will find out as long as I stay hungry for the knowledge. Let's use this as an example, because this is something I've been mulling over and that's premarital sex. I've been looking for that answer in the bible i've been googling it i've been on reddit you know why because i want to know what everyone's thinking about it i want to know everything and then i sat with it for a little bit and i came to this conclusion and here we go so premarital sex we know the christians the bible a lot of religions say you shouldn't do it we know why though some say it offends god to me when i want to bone I'm not thinking about offending God, for real, like, when you're horny, that's the last thing on your mind, offending anybody, you want to get it in, so I don't feel like that is strong enough to keep you from having premarital sex, but you know it is, when you realize that the reason why you don't do it, why the creator, why source tries to um guide you away from premarital sex is because you will find out exactly who that other person is if y'all are around each other long enough and not effing <laughs> not having sex you will find out everything you'll find out if they're only in it For the sex, you will find out what type of character they are, you will find out what type of self discipline they have, and most importantly, more important than any of that, you will find out if they even really like you. A side point, and if they're able to still vibe with you and rock with you and not have sex with you the whole time, whether it's the one, two, three, however many years it is before y'all get married. You will know that they probably value God more than you. And that leads me into my final topic about the whole marriage thing, I guess. If I ever get remarried, that Negro (laughs) has to love God more than me like you have to love me you know why because I don't want you to be accountable to me you'll get mad at me one day and knock me across the head but if you love God more than you love me now he's holding you accountable and you can't do nothing to me that's shady because somebody is about to hold you accountable and best believe you're gonna get checked on that and that's if so that's like kind of like amazing talking about premarital sex so like that's what i came to the conclusion of it's not so much a rule because of what god wants it's like he already knows what's up and the best way to screen characters is if you are not having sex with them you will see everything you need forever along and then if it gets too bad he'll probably put a ring on it now If the marriage fails and all that after that, I don't know what to say because I haven't gotten that far in life. What I'm talking about is just premarital sex. It's not so much of a rule as it is a tool to screen people. And then you have the whole friends with benefits, this and that. Do what you want, honestly. But what I think is that's why people are so lonely and miserable because they're giving their temple, their body away to people that wouldn't spit on them if they were on fire. So I've come to the conclusion that I wouldn't say premarital sex is bad because I don't believe good bad. I'm not going to say I don't believe good bad, but I'm going to say, but it's bad for you. I don't think it's good for you if you want to be healthy. If you want to feel happy inside and fulfilled and just fresh, I don't think you should be having premarital sex because the, 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 it's so hard to express myself without curse words. The effery, hmm. the BS that comes with just giving your body to random people that want it, Mm-mm. it's stupid. And a lot of people don't even deserve to look at you once you really realize that. So I kind of like made a pact of celibacy, really, until I'm married. But the good thing is that I was married. So I've always kind of had a hmm. I uh, I don't know how to say it. But basically, my sex life has always been in the moral direction-ish. Now, that's why I go back to the atheist. Because when I was an atheist, I was eating everything. But like... 2018 and on, when I got married and kept going, I've always been sexually moral. Sex is not really something I care about that much like that, especially if I don't know you. So it's like, that's not really a temptation, but I'm definitely in a celibacy energy until I'm remarried and I don't really care who comes and goes because of it. Like, go, buy, I don't care and oof, I got bit by a mosquito. That's why you hear me scratching. And if that means that like certain men, cause I'm not lesbian, I'm only hetero, just don't want to f with me, I really don't care. I don't care, kick rocks. Kick rocks, for real. And I make sure I keep this as a prayer, like please don't let me fall for somebody or l- be in love, quote unquote, in love with somebody more than I love myself. Because then, yeah, the temptation to have premarital sex, it's really a sin against yourself. I know they say it's a sin against God, but it's a, you, it's a sin against yourself. You do yourself such a disservice when you do that because you don't know what that other person is on. And why would you give them you? And then find out why that is so sad. That is the fast way to go into depression. So I, like, I've been praying. Like, I pray that I don't find. I never slip into loving someone more than I love myself. Because as long as I can stay in that energy, I will definitely be taking the guidance of creator, God, source, and wait. And I think a blessing will be, for me, at the end of it, we'll see but that was my spill on that because you know there's spirituality and then there's rules that we have and what the biggest thing i'm learning is that these rules yes were created by a higher power a source god mostly for us though he already know this this crap he already know so it's just kind of like warnings, you know, like when you have a kid and you're like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then they do it anyway. And then they hurt themselves. Like you already knew what, was, what type of time this was. So that's why you were saying stuff before you had to go and experience the heartbreak, the whatever that comes with all that. So I think I'm starting to I have to go through more rules because there's rules you learn as a kid and stuff. And then when you get an adult, you got to go back and revisit them and see, like, is this valid or is it just doing too much? So that's kind of where I am right now. But for sure, definitely, I'm staying celibate. Like, And I'm glad I've never really been a person that gave my body to people. I don't know what that would feel like. And honestly, like, yeah. <sighs> but, okay, I'll say it. <laughs> and honestly, I'm not going to even cap. Like, I stopped giving my body out to anybody a cool minute ago married or not like it's just you're just not gonna have my body if you're not honoring me in a certain way so the self-discipline for me there is like I am so much more like strict on you're not gonna disrespect me that I don't care what I'm missing out on I will never give anyone the luxury of disrespecting me so celibacy that's just one of many I can't think of the other ones, but that was that. So in conclusion, my spiritual journey, I would say is still continuing. I bet I would probably make a part two, maybe at the end of next year. I think between now, September, 2023, until maybe December, 2024, we are gonna learn so much other stuff that I will wanna share. The biggest thing is I finally feel like I found what I was looking for, which is kind of crazy because it's like back where I started, but not quite back where I started. Back where I started physically, but mentally not back where I started. I'm back where I started with so much more experience and knowledge that like not only helps me, I'm sure if I spoke on it more would help other people that was where I have been because the journey is not that deep. I think to, you know, Christian spiritual religion, we make it such a like, beat yourself over the head. If you screw up, it's not that deep. You have to make mistakes. How else are you going to know? How else are you going to know? There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible that says taste and see that insert your God's name is good. How are you going to taste it? If you don't try You have to try. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you're going to let some people down. You might even embarrass yourself. But if your intention is really to get closer to your creator, do it, bro. Do it. Because you're going to learn something. You're going to be that much closer. And if you can't see, I have my fingers crossed. You know, like when you do we tight. Yeah, you're going to be that much closer. Do what you want with that information. (laughs) but that's just my opinion. Now, before I close, I got five seconds. Why does this creator and God thing even matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe because he made all of this. And if you're gonna ask anybody how to get through all of this life, you might wanna ask the person that made it. So yeah, I would say having a relationship with God, the creator, source, whatever you call it, is very important how else are you going to get through this life example really quick for me when i just try to figure it out on my own it's always a dead end and i'm always bumping my head on the wall the things i'm going after never end up being what i truly wanted so what does that tell you like maybe i don't know what's best for me the way i thought i did so yes you need a relationship with a creator the one that made you Or at least the one that loves you for that matter. That's going to be it, guys. It was great to be back. I was so nervous to come back because... I don't know. When I don't podcast for a while, I feel like I'm out of practice. And um, I'm just a lot more shyer coming back. But I feel like this was a great episode. So... You can always keep up with me on my socials, bossypradoboots.co on Instagram, im.bossypradoboots on TikTok, and Viva the Life Podcast on its socials, TikTok and Instagram, at Viva the Life Podcast. The website, click link. It's not updated, but I will be updating it going forward. We just got out of Mercury Retrograde, so let's give the, let's give it some time to like... Go back to normal. Go back to direct. And then we'll get some content up there. But keep checking. The Etsy shop is not open right now. I have a lot of logistics to do on my end before I can open. But I am working on it. So I guess keep popping in. Ashtone.etsy.com to see the new merch. I'm thinking about doing a pop-up shop somewhere. Maybe either Phoenix or L.A haven't figured it out yet but i will definitely let you guys know i believe that is all goodbye guys ashtonay is signing off